Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's time to go inside the film room with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry and Scott Seidenberg breaking down college football from a different angle. It's the College Football Film Room Podcast. Live from the Senior Bowl, it is the College Football Film Room Podcast. He is veteran scout coach and consultant, Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com, and I am Scott Seidenberg. Now, I am not in Mobile, but Chris Landry is in Mobile, so how's the weather treating you down there? You know, it's uh, it's it's cold. Uh, we've had, uh, <laughs> uh, Get used to it. <laughs> yeah, well, we have, you know, the, we never know what we've uh, you're going to get it in Mobile this time of year. It's it's like where I'm from in South Louisiana, where this time of year could be really cold. It's like one of those 40-degree days that feels like maybe 10 or 15 because it's so damp, the humidity, you know, works the other way in the winter. So I've been where it's like you're in short sleeves and it's hot and you got mosquitoes, and, and I've had it when it's been like it is today, even colder. So I was thinking today that, I've been to every senior bowl since 1974 in one way. So that's, that's 46 years that not, not all of it working in the league, of course, but um, I've seen just about everything weather-wise, but it's such a good week. See, obviously the NFL people and uh, obviously a lot of good players get a lot of good work. We're just getting going. And so uh, we're going to looking forward to talking about it tonight. And then obviously, um, all or during the week on LandryFootball.com, getting everybody updated on all the latest. Absolutely. It's going to be a busy week there in uh, Mobile. But we'll get into uh, Jalen Hurts's multicolored helmet in, in just a bit because <laughs> that was the news from the Senior Bowl the other day that he's going to have half a helmet as uh, Alabama, half the helmet as uh, as Oklahoma. But there are some stories non-Senior Bowl related, Chris, that we have to touch upon. Coaching news, transfer news recruiting news uh i guess let's start with the transfer news uh because i think it's kind of big houston's derrick king talented quarterback has decided now he entered the transfer portal during the season after playing a couple of games so we knew that this was going to come this date was eventually going to come he decides to go to miami how big of a deal is now derrick king going to be the quarterback of the hurricanes well here's what it does it gives them a dual threat quarterback that's better than what they have on campus right now. And it gives Rhett Lashley, the new offensive coordinator, remember Dan Enos, one and done yes. as coordinator there. Um, so, look, I mean, it, it's no excuses with having a guy with experience. Um, and I'm very curious to see how they're able to get it done. Look, for me, it's you got to have a quarterback. If you don't, it's a difference maker. They've got one now. Now, does it mean that? Uh, look out, Miami starting to make a run. I, let's see, that team still plays very undisciplined, mistake prone. Maybe better leadership of the quarterback position. Maybe you know better help and direction from Rhett Lashley uh, will make this offense better. Um, I am a little bit. I'm going to take it the other way. Um, I'm happy for Miami. A little bit surprised that Derek decided to go there. There was some other i think some big time schools that could have used a guy of this talent um you know Oklahoma wasn't really interested uh arkansas certainly not one of those i mean they're rebuilding so miami makes some sense over arkansas but 
you know, I think there might have been some level of interest in LSU. I think mm. although they're more comfortable with Miles Brennan, I think uh, Oregon, I think there are a couple of other places. So perhaps he didn't get as much interest that we might have thought, and that led to the opportunity. I'm not saying going to Miami is a bad choice at yeah. all. It may work out well. I, I thought there were some schools at least uh, on the outside that looked like they were a little bit closer. But, you know, you can have an impact, to answer your question, a positive impact on a program that hasn't been really good. It's underachieved. He can certainly give them that. Now, let's see if they can get more organization, more discipline, um, there's no reason why Miami should have ended up six and seven. That was an embarrassment. Losing the Louisiana Tech at the end of the year, losing to FIU, uh, there were some unexplicable uh, performances by the Canes this past year. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think everyone would agree with that. We'll jump back into the pod in just a second, but I want to take a minute and talk to you guys about sleep because the one thing that drives me crazy is when I'm too hot. People think that I'm nuts when I open up the window in the middle of winter because I'd rather be cool than hot. There's nothing worse than being hot when you're trying to sleep. Well, it's my pleasure to introduce to you the pod by 8sleep because the pod is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness, combining dynamic temperature regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. So what does that mean? Well, if you want to stay cool, you stay cool. Finally, it's about time. For the next week, get $200 off your pod and a free gravity blanket for a total value of $500. Only at 8sleep.com slash pro. That's E-I-G-H-T sleep.com slash pro. 8sleep.com slash pro. Um, some coaching news. We could talk about Dave Aranda taking the job at Baylor, um, but the latest coaching news, Gus Maldon speaking down there in Mobile, uh, and and you had a chance to speak to him. What's the latest news going on there at Auburn? Yeah, I was teasing him. I said, you kidding me? You giving up the clipboard? And he <laughs> he, he's, um, you know, he said that he was going to call plays for as long. Remember, he was kind of this last year at this time. I'm calling plays. Got Bo Nix. I, I want to do this. Well, he hired good buddy um, to, uh, first of all, Kenny Dillingham, his offense coordinator, left to go to Florida State uh, to be on Mike Norvell's staff. So he brought in Chad Morris, former Arkansas head coach. Mm -hmm. But people may forget Chad was at SMU prior to that. But prior to that was a really good, one of the best play callers in the country and was really the first guy to get this Clemson offense that's currently kind of rolling now. Uh, he was the first guy. Uh, Chad yeah. had uh, Natasha Boyd. The the difference is that he and Gus are really close during their high school coaching days. So it's going to be interesting to see because I think Chad is a better play caller than Gus. And certainly with regards to teaching the passing game, I think this could potentially help Bo Nix. But, you know, even as close as they are, there won't be any like friction or anything. But Gus still wants to run his offense and do his stuff. So I'm very curious to see how it works. But for him to come out and say, I've given, and, and it was really, and I wasn't there when he initially said it, as I said, I saw him, but he made a point of mentioning it, that this is Chad Marks. He has complete control of this offense, including play calling. So that was significant for someone that most people thought uh, he was going to keep the play calling duties for himself. 
Uh, other coordinator news uh, around the country, SMU trying to tap into the uh, Lincoln Riley family tree. Yeah, his his brother um, is uh, gonna you know gonna be coaching over there. Good young coach, and um, certainly uh, happy you know for him. And um, he's a bright young guy, and uh, you know SMU's got a good program, and also gets a chance to work for a um, a a coach that is very well regarded on the offensive side of the ball. Some other news I want to mention too, uh, Scott uh, Virginia's offensive coordinator Robert and I is a, a Hawaii native, went to school in uh, Hawaii, and really thought he could have had that job if he wanted. He decided to stay at Virginia. He's backed out of the Hawaii job. Mm. You know, the money's not great there. I'm, I'm wondering if some of that and putting staff together, he decided, no, as, as much as I'd like it, it's just not not for me. So great for um, for Virginia, Bronco Mendenhall, to 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 keep uh i tell you some something that really was interesting about a month ago we heard too on the recruiting trail that uh, brock vandergrift the top um quarterback in the class of 2021 high school right outside of athens georgia uh-huh. had committed to oklahoma and he backed out and he did back in june and then he he backed out of this commitment in december which is not all that unusual in today's recruiting cycle in the world but we kind of wondered where he was going to go. Um, and, you know, he's from Athens, not far, by 20 miles from Athens, Georgia, so it made sense. But at the time that he backed out of his Oklahoma commitment, you know, there was no word on what Jake Fromm was coming or going. They have thought he probably was going to leave. Um, but as things worked out, some real significant news for Georgia in the past week or so. Uh, so as Jake Fromm moves on, they bring in Jamie Newman from Wake Forest, an outstanding yes. quarterback that's going to be the transfer guy. And he, hired play, Todd, and he can play right away. Correct. They're, they're going to be hired Todd Munkin, who spent time in the NFL, time at Oklahoma State, to basically this is not going to look like LSU's offense this past year or anything, but it's going to be uh, an improvement over trying to get more out of the passing game. So you got a veteran quarterback that comes in. Jake Fromm is gone. And the future quarterback, and, and I know Todd Munkin spent a lot of time recently with this young Brock Vandergriff. So remember the name, Brock Vandergriff. He's going to be the the future quarterback at Georgia that we're going to be talking about. Uh, outstanding talent. So Kirby Smart, got to say, he understands personnel he understands how to make decisions and get guys in. Recruiting continues to go well there. And, you know, for a program that people were down on, obviously they ended the season in a, in a very tough fashion. And um, uh, they won, they beat Baylor. But, you know, in the, the SEC championship game, getting blown out by LSU, you know, the whole Jake Fromm leaving, a lot of offensive linemen leaving. They're obviously going to try to do a little bit more offensively in terms of spreading people out. They still got good talent. They are going to be loaded on defense. They've yeah. got a veteran quarterback and a future quarterback. So I guess what we're saying is pretty good week or so for Georgia football. And of all the things that I think Kirby does well, he he does a great job as the general manager of his program. He really gets what he needs, recruits well, and he makes the changes. You know, hats off to him. 
Hey guys, you want to make a bet on the Super Bowl? Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie, one of the most trusted sportsbook in the industry. They got the fastest payouts, the best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. So if you got a problem, they'll help you with it right away. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. So it's simple. If you deposit 2K, you're going to get an extra 1K in free money to play with, or however much you deposit, you're going to get half that as a bonus. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. So uh, I want you to talk to me about um, Dave Aranda taking the job at Baylor. Not just taking the job at Baylor, but he brings in his former boss and Ron Roberts to run the defense. Uh, Ron Roberts did a nice job at uh, Louisiana Lafayette this past mm-hmm. season. So how challenging is this now for Aranda to become uh, the new head coach at Baylor and, you know, taking over from Matt Rule? Well, I think the program's in great shape. I thought Matt did a phenomenal job of turning that thing around. And so Dave comes in where the culture is good. Um, They've started to put together some things defensively that Dave is going to really like when he starts to, get through the tape and say, you know, I, I really like how they play, how they leverage the run. Um, I think he's going to be excited. Now, it's going to all be about recruiting, and it's all going to be, you know, Dave Aranda is a soft-spoken guy. He's, for the first time, going to have to, you know, handle the public speaking aspect yeah. of the job, which is – you know, he you'd never hear from him as an assistant, which is fine. But now he's going to have to take on that role, and he's going to have to really do a good job in recruiting. But he's putting together good staff. He's obviously bringing a couple of people with him over from LSU. Uh, that team will be well coached on defense. Um, how good they can be will depend upon how well they recruit. Matt Rule was the entire package. Uh, we'll see if Dave Aranda can be the entire package, but. Um, he really did a good job, I'll say this, of selling that administration that he's the guy. So uh, his personality skills obviously came to the forefront in the interview process. So I'm happy for him. Um, he's a guy that had some interest in talking with him. He even had some interest in UNLV. Um, mm-hmm. He was not going to be able to take the Hawaii job because of uh, – and he, he was an assistant there because of the money – to basically get a plum job like Baylor, I, you know, I, I'm just happy for him. Um, you got to strike while the iron's hot. He's had several good years as an assistant. He's kind of been quite frankly, when people were struck, when they were struggling, Ed was struggling. There were a lot of people that thought, you know, Aranda might be the best head coach on, on the staff. He, you know, so he's had a lot of success this past year with the offense being up and down the field, the defensive numbers weren't as good, but I think we saw how good of a job he did down the stretch, adjusting his defense. Um, I think he's earned the right, just like Joe Brady earned the right. Um, strike while the iron's hot. It's never, you're never going to be as successful as you, you were this past year. And so I think that that makes sense. If you want to be a head coach, which he did, he, he obviously gets an opportunity that uh, you can't ask for much better than Baylor from being a, a, a coordinator uh, at LSU. All right, Chris, you're down there in Mobile, the Senior Bowl. What 
now is the schedule, the process, if you will, that that's going to take place over the next several days before we actually get to see this game being played? Well, on Monday, we had the weigh-ins, and, you know, that's important to see the body types and their ways, the weights. We got out into the practices today, and every, we had some good practices. A little bit of, you know, I always look at movement skills. I always look at one-on-ones. I look at effort, intensity, uh, how well they're able to listen to um, instructions, uh-huh. uh, they have, you know, those things are most important. It's not, oh, everybody just gets excited. This guy made a great catch or this guy beat this guy. A lot of that is timing of which these guys have not played with one another. So I don't expect it to be like what I call good crisp football where you're, you know, in unison, I'm looking at individual concepts and ideas that can, that can really jump out at me. What I like is, um, I, you can get right in the drill and you can get a good feel for how a guy responds to getting beat. And does he want to get back in and get another shot? I mean, those things are really important. It is the most important, um, football process that takes place from the end of the season to the draft, because it's the only one that involves being in pads. So you're getting coached by NFL coaches, which makes this game unique. I mentioned earlier that I, I, 1974 is the first year I remember. And it was the, the year, uh, uh, John Stallworth this year, Alabama A&M. I mean, and, and you, I mean, guys, Joe Namath played here. I mean, you know, just, just, uh, it's, this game has been around forever. It, it, it's, it's unique because of who coaches it. It's NFL. It's the, the, the Bengals and the lions folks. And, uh-huh. uh, it's a good group. Um, Justin Herbert had a, had a nice day and was, was down about, about 10 or 12 pounds lighter than, than uh, what I thought he played with during the year. He's 227 pounds. He's going to be somebody, he and Jordan Love is going to be somebody that's going to be scrutinized as, you know, they're the best quarterbacks that are at this game that, that will likely go the highest. Um, so a lot of focus is going to be on them, but uh, there's some good pass rushers. There's some good linemen. I think there's really good receivers. So we'll learn a lot this week through the course of practice. The game is a little bit secondary, but there's another another way to kind of show yourself uh, in that environment. Yeah, and we'll see if the New York Giants draft the Senior Bowl MVP, which they've done the past three seasons, I believe. Uh, <laughs> could you believe that? They've, they've drafted the Senior Bowl MVP quarterback uh, the past three seasons. It was obviously Daniel Jones last year, Kyle Lalletta the year before that, and um, um, Blanken on the other quarterback that they took the year before that, who was also the uh, – the senior bowl MVP. So they do all their scouting down there in mobile. Um, It's, it's a good, it's a good way to kind of separate. And I think the, I mean, you can go back to Phillip rivers. This is where the chargers decided to draft him. Ironically, this, he may be moving on from the chargers this year. Davis Um, Webb. That was his name. uh, Davis Webb. They're from Cal. Um, Yeah, no, listen, I, and the reason for that is you can really get to see, how a guy commands and runs his team. And um, I can absolutely, and there, there are a lot of quarterbacks that have kind of been in this same mold of, you know, if you do a good job here and you absorb what they're teaching you, boy, you can really get the best feel that you can at any position, but particularly at quarterback. So if a guy does a good job 
and you're going to take a quarterback, it makes all the sense in the world to take a guy here. Now, if you're exposed to him and you don't really like him, then obviously that's that's where you want to stay away from him. So it'll be interesting. I think both of those guys will have a chance to improve themselves and enhance their position this week. By now, you guys have heard me talk about Manscaped. You know I use the Lawnmower 2.0 with the proprietary skin-safe technology, so the trimmer won't nick or snag because, let's be honest, guys, you want to make sure that you're taking care of your family jewels. Manscaped also has the crop preserver and anti-chafing deodorant and moisturizer, and when you use it... (laughs) your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BELIEVE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. What did you make of the decision to, on, I guess, honor, if you will, Jalen Hurts with the multicolored helmet? I understand they're going to auction it off for charity, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm all, I'm all for auctioning off things for charity and raising money, but just seems a little awkward that, you know, what are you going to start to do this every time we have a, a transfer player that has a, a good career? I understand that he he really is in rarefied air because he's been to the playoffs every single year and he had a, an incredible winning win-loss record, if you will, between both Alabama and Oklahoma. But I just, I don't know. I just don't want to see this become like a thing now, right? I, I, I don't know. What's your take on this? Chris? No, it's it's not going to be a thing. First of all, Jalen, he's well, he's not from Alabama. He's from Texas, but he's kind of an adopted Alabama guy. Yeah, it is pretty common. They've been doing this for a while. They kind of stopped doing it. They not stop, but it's been a common thing for like 20, 30 years that. Players take their their uh, their stickers that, that are on their helmets. Yeah, exchanging with people, and so you'll have these helmets that'll have you know twenty stickers on it from you know Ohio, you know just everything from and and, and so it's, it's like the, it's like the equivalent of these NFL guys exchanging jerseys and whatnot. Yeah, you know, they, these, they, these kids are going to take their helmets that. home, and it's cool to have they, an Ohio State that. Buckeye or whatever. You know, yeah, they, they 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 you know just something that they did. Pride and, and it's not yeah. that big a deal, but it, it kind of not discouraged. It seemed like that's kind of like not the end thing. This is just a unique situation because Jalen's from Alabama, and although I think. The shade of red may be just a touch off from it's Oklahoma. very close. Yes, it, you know it is. It is a helmet that's the same color, that it's noticeable difference, and there's a stripe down the middle, and you put an OU on one side and, and the number on the other. Yeah. So this is not. I don't. I don't see this being a trend. No, I think this is unique. And and if it is, and you can do it, uh, do it. I think it's probably a little. I'm sure people could do it today could put a, you know, a, a Georgia helmet and an LSU helmet and yeah, split yeah. it. But that's a little bit more difficult with the stripes and the yellow on one side. I, I don't see this being a trend. Um, in fact, I don't think it's a big deal at all, other than the fact that it is a charity thing. And it's a way to honor somebody. Remember, they, they do an awful lot because remember that it is still funded by the city of Mobile, kind of the yes. operating budget. Of, of so they they do a lot of things that kind of and they always always invite someone even if the grade doesn't uh, 
an Auburn, an Alabama guy, and if there's any small college, they, they always get invited because there's a lot of local. So that's the reason for it. It's the local angle. And I'm not going to say they'd never do it again because if there was an Alabama connection mm-hmm. and it fit, they might do it. But Jalen Hurts is a little bit of a special deal uh, in terms um, of that. I'm very curious, by the way. I see him a little different. I mean, I, I think he's a competitive. He's a winner. Didn't throw the football all that well today in practice. He's not a great passer. But I think that he's, uh, you know, maybe he's got a little Tyrod Taylor in him. Maybe he could, you know, some people – not Scott's, but some people saying, oh, he's, you know, he's uh, reminds of Dak Prescott. He doesn't throw the football like Dak Prescott does. But he's got a place in the league. Uh, he's not Taysom Hill like the Saints. He's not as fast. But he's can be a versatile guy. He's been asked by NFL people this week whether he's willing to play another position. That's a question you're going to get asked. I think they need to know that. And he says, I'm, I'm a team guy. I do whatever, but I want to play quarterback. And I – I think that's the right answer. I think that uh, you've got to embrace an opportunity, and I think we see in the Taysom Hill where he might have quarterback future, but he's contributing an awful lot. I think Jalen, while he's a different body type than a Taysom Hill, he can do things in a multitude of ways as a runner. As a, as a, you know, I don't oh, really look know at what happened. Look at what do. happened last weekend. Look at, look at the way that Mike Vrabel brought in Marcus Mariota at the goal line yeah, to run, right. to run well, play. I think you can do things, but I, you know, I, I want to see he, to me, I think he needs to do some things like catching the football and all to, to show us that he can do some of that. Cause I think he does have alternative position value, but I also think, you know, he's a guy that's probably a never, a, never a starter in the NFL as a quarterback but can be a backup that can get you through a game and can do yeah. other things. And to me, um, and I would never want to tell somebody and limit somebody, but I think his best chance to develop and stay on a roster long enough to develop enough as a quarterback is to be able to do some other things so that he can maintain his roster spot so that he can help the team. And yet, you know, get enough reps as quarterback to potentially be someone that who knows could be, you know, a starter at some point, at the very least a quality backup. Hey guys, you want to make a bet on the Super Bowl? Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie, one of the most trusted sports book in the industry. They got the fastest payouts, the best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. So if you got a problem, they'll help you with it right away. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. So it's simple. If you deposit $2K, you're going to get an extra $1K in free money to play with, or however much you deposit, you're going to get half that as a bonus. All you have to do is use our promo code BLV to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code BLV to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, get paid. Is there a Greg Ward here at the Senior Bowl, meaning, you know, a quarterback that is not going to be a quarterback, that is switching positions and seeing uh, if they can get some recognition at the wide receiver position or uh, anywhere else on the field. No, I mean, I think what we what we see uh, in the game at the quarterback positions is uh, outside of Jalen guys that are going to be evaluated, and, and Jalen will as well, going to be evaluated as, um, as, as quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and and we're just going to have to see kind of how things play out. I, I don't know that I see, um, for example, a, a guy that may fit into that category. No, I, I couldn't say that. Okay. Uh, just in terms of, you know, the other quarterbacks, I mean, say Patterson and Anthony Gordon don't fit that category. Um, so, you know, I, I think what you see is guys that versatility is important at every spot. I mean, I think at, for example, at receiver, people think everybody's a receiver. It's, can you play slot? Can you play outside? Can you play X? Can you play Z? Can you play slot? Or are you just a one position guy? If you're an offensive lineman, if you're not an elite left tackle, you better be able to play guard or tackle. Not as easy, you know, right tackle or guard or center. Um, it's not as easy to play left guard and right guard as people think. It's changing sides and it's it's hard. Um, can you do you have corners that can be that have some safety sides? Um, some safety maybe might be a better fit. Uh, like a, a kid from Southern Illinois, Sherman Chin is 220. Maybe he can be a, a will backer in some schemes. Guys like that, I think, um, edge rushers that have a little size that maybe could be reduced down in nickel and be an interior pass rusher. Things like that, the position versatility is really important. But it's a good group. It's uh, definitely the best all-star game with with uh, the most players that are going to be drafted in the top four rounds of, of the two, the East-West last week and the, and the season this week. So what are you going to have on LandryFootball.com now, uh, I guess, in a daily notebook every day, uh, re- reacting to what you see there in Mobile? In fact, I'm working on it now, and as we get done with this podcast a little later tonight, early tomorrow morning, before we head out to the morning practice, I'll have the recap of how today's practice went, who did what, who stood out, uh, and then we'll progress it through the course of the week. want to see how guys get better. You know, I don't worry about a guy making a mistake. I want to see how a guy gets better every day and through the course of the week. So we're going to have all of that charted for you over at LandryFootball.com. Um, obviously is we're going to begin breaking out draft boards and scouting reports and all these players. It's an, an important process to kind of, you know, buttress up against the film work during the course of the season and more film work to come. This is a, this is really good work for me. It's a chance to see a lot of players up close in person, physically on focus, like to say, um, my, you know, fall just grinding out the tape. So it's a really good, uh, evaluation process, and we're going to provide all that for you at LandryFootball.com. So check it out. Still got our holiday special. Extended it a little bit longer, so you can still get 50% off. Get all of the film work, scouting report stuff done, um, as well as free agency stuff. We've got uh, breakdowns of the rosters we started. So all of that uh, during this time of year that's so big, so important on the college and program, we'll get it covered for you. And be sure to follow Chris on Twitter at Landry Football for all the latest breaking news and analysis. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the College Football Film Room wherever you get your podcast from, or check us out on the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V dot com. And Chris, uh, next week when we get together, we will recap your week in Mobile. The game will have been played, and we'll talk about who really shined after a week of practices and whatnot at uh, the Senior Bowl. So enjoy your time down there and stay warm, okay? I will do it, buddy. Thank you so much. (laughs) Take care. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.